Thanks to uh, Leslie and Paul as well. And good to see all of your shining, finning faces today. <laughs> and and listen, Bibles once once again. Let's go to the Book of Luke. <clears throat> you may not know a lot about Luke, but but uh, these verses you're going to ha- have down. Luke, Luke chapter eleven, and we'll read the, the first four verses once again today. It came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, that one of, one of his disciples said unto him. him Lord, Lord, us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be, be thy name. Thy kingdom, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead not into temptation, but deliver, deliver us from evil. And may God add a special blessing to the reading of his word once again. Let us just pause for prayer before we begin this, this afternoon. Father God, it's a treat, a pleasure. It's an opportunity that we really don't even know how to thank you enough for that we are here in a place that you are gathered amongst. That you are eager to, eager to show more what you are about. Father, we would ask this day that you would taste where you want us to be, particularly each one of us, our hearts, our minds, your minds, your soul. You know, you know everything about us better than, better than we do. And Father, we ask that you would do what needs to be done to make us a little bit more like Christ. Father, we lift you up. We adore you. We glorify you. Father, it's your kingdom, kingdom to do. And will to be done even on, on earth as it is in heaven. Father, today we would ask that the Holy Spirit would, would exclusively be our teacher. teacher. That we would be, be open and receive to what, to what you have. And as you, you change us, just a little, little at a time. We'll thank you for that. And now Jesus, the Savior, the one that we can be so incredibly thankful for. for to offer him up, him up too. For all that he accomplished on Calvary's tree. He declared himself to be the bread of life. We see him more clearly, clearly well today. Now, Father, rest in the promises that you give to, give to us, that you're faithful and you're concerned, and you were faithful to the complete task before us, that is to make us more like Christ. We ask you to do that now, now, moment by moment. moment. And these things of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> well, we've been engaged uh, for a number of weeks already in regard to this prayer. One of the disciples had asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Uh, one of the things that, again, we want to be very careful to say is it's Jesus did not teach what to pray. He taught how to pray. It's a very opponent. He how to pray, not what to pray. As he's unfolded, or as, or as we talked here, it's, it's, it's interesting too, really, really the true heart, the true, true, I guess the, the meaning, the whole behind of prayer is literally the worship of God. There's nothing more important 
than us who glorify to lift up and to worship God, setting the proper stage, if you will, for prayer to take place. And we've been talking about that in a number of ways. Uh, if you look, you look at where we've got a few words there, we've, we've learned maybe to address God with different titles. The first one being the source, and what a, what a way to start. Father. Think of that. That makes us family. God is our Father. Abba Father. That tenderness, that closeness, that, that hovering ring love. He is the source of every, everything we possibly need. Sacred. We talked, to, talked about being holy. The, the holy one. And that balance that, that we talk about keeping a father. And also, he's so much higher than we can even possibly imagine. He's infinite in wisdom. He, he's infinite in holiness. He's infinite in awesomeness. I don't know if that is a word, a word but we've used <laughs> What's another word used? Thy kingdom come. He's a king. Literally a king. He's the sovereign one. And one maybe didn't put together with this of his will. He is the the man. These words really describe a lot more about who we are praying to. Really puts it's a nice. Isn't that powerful? But I love to start. Our Father, our Father. Well, today, actually, actually, we're eight. There's two parts to to disciples' prayer, if you will, if you will. And one of it is really God and who He is and His glory. That's what we're concerned about in the first part of the prayer. And we switch today in a little bit of a different direction, and then there's three things that we're concerned about: our provision, our pardon, and our protection. Those, those are the things, literally, that revolve in our world as we're praying to God. And he is the supplier. In fact, we could, we, we'll just put that in right now. Uh, give us this day, day our dear bread. He's our supplier. Added to our source. He's sacred. He's sovereign. He's superior. And he is our, he is our supplier. This day our, day our daily bread. What do you think, you think of? You think of the word bread. Bread. Give us this day, day our daily. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. And you can't have one without bread, can you? It's really messy without bread. <laughs> what else? Manna. Talk about that T- today. It's. Really, that's part of this whole thing. There's something that, again, I'm going to say to give us this day our daily bread. Do you see what the, the focus is really? What's the key? key? What's said? Day, daily. Daily dependence. Living grace. By, by. That's really, that's really what this is all. Is the fact, the fact of every single day, you can only experience, experience grace right now. And you can only experience grace by, by faith. That's how we're saved. we're saved. Remember what it says in Ephesians, Ephesians 2. For by grace you're saved through faith. That's how, that's how you live by day. Literally living grace by faith. That's how we're going to really address all of the parts of, of this. And you know, it's so few words and yet it's, there's so much involved. So, so much involved. Um, I, I think 
how easy it is for, for us, particularly we're, we're in a land of abundance, aren't we? America has been a land of abundance. It, it's truly amazing what God has blessed us. He way one, let me just this, and one of the, one of the things that has in most of the country country or I'm sorry in most of the world is the fact that people don't know that they're going to have going to have for today today when dawn break, breaks all day. They don't have to go to the pan pantry get to go to ref- refrigerator what they don't even, they don't even know what that is. And yet in this country we have been blessed beyond measure. We'll be talking about how that really impacts us as well. But think of the fact that every day for us to pray for that day's needs, for that day's food, shelter, clothing, every day. Isn't it amazing how far we get in front of that? How many of you, I'm going to just ask a question, and I already know the answer. How many of you are very, very concerned about your food for tomorrow, not having enough food? If you are seeming towards, because it's, it says, give, give us, and that us, us is us, taking care of others. This isn't, this isn't just the, between the Father and you. That's what's really key. Really, this is prayer. It opens up the sense of, of everything the Father is doing for, for us. We as us need to be, to be doing the rest of, of us. <laughs> isn't it true? Yeah. It really is. In fact, I was just thinking of, thinking of this uh, a few moments ago, ago, actually. And let's go to Acts. I, I may have to dig around for just a moment. But, but uh, look, at, look, at how, look at how the church started. And, and the, the under, underlying atmosphere was believers. I mean, it just began. And like I said, it may t- take me just a moment. Um, okay, chapter 2 of Acts. And uh, we'll start in like verse, let's start in verse 41, okay? This isn't, a, I, I, this is literally off, off the cuff. Acts chapter 2, two verse 41. Now this is the church just beginning. Pentecost. The disciples have been gathered, gathered there in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit has come upon them as, as Jesus said. He had to leave. Jesus had to leave before the Spirit could come. They had no, no idea the significance of that. But because Jesus left, literally, all you here today, anywhere in this world, have trusted Jesus Christ as Savior. The Holy Spirit lives in every one of you. That's what the Scripture says. And if Jesus would have stayed, the Holy Spirit couldn't have come. I, you know, we, we can see that. We're the recipients of all of that. But, but again, I wouldn't have wanted to leave either. What would, what would have been like for him to be, to be at the classroom teaching his disciples? Even on that night of which she was going to be betrayed. So think of those sitting there at that night, not knowing his significance against till later. And yet you know, no, outside of Iscariot, every single one of, one of men that were in that, that room were totally, totally pulled out Jesus Christ. Remembered those, 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 those times where they were together, that, the, the uniqueness of seeing and hearing, hearing from their son. I loved to hear and heard my Jesus tell me what his word said. <laughs> Even those who remember on the, on the road, road to Emmaus, they're, they're, they get their head down, their beats, beats. I mean, they feel totally, totally just because Jesus was dead. And here comes a stranger. You know the story. <laughs> they don't know who he is. And he starts to, it says, he, he shared with them, and he opened eyes to the scripture, that literally the Messiah, Messiah died. And when they, they came to that town, and said he 
broke bread, he prayed, and sure as he opened his hand, those nail prints would be there for eternity. It cost, it cost him everything for us. They knew he was, he was gone, but he was never, never gone because he was, he was always part of everything that took, took place that day forward. That's powerful. But let's go to chapter 2. That's how it began. Let's start in verse 31. Then they that gladly received his word, Peter had just, just spoken, he'd given a message, he talked about Jesus. Those that received his word were baptized. But in the same, same day, they were added about 3,000 3, souls. Now that's a revival. <laughs> they continued steadfast. Now watch, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, breaking of bread, and in prayers. Those are those are four key components to a church. I can't get I can't get down on that trip. But if you want to know what a church is about, those four things literally is what makes a church amount to anything. Verse four, verse forty-three, three. And upon every soul, every soul, wonders and signs were done, were done by apostles. And all that believed were together and all things common. And sold their possession goods and parted them to all. And as every man had need. That, that my friend, is exa- exactly what he was saying. What he was saying what he was, Give us this day our, our day bread. The us part is where we sometimes fall, fall apart. We sometimes say, give me. My dad, that is not Jesus was teaching. It's us. It's a family. It's our Father. Our. It's the prayer has not one place where it's me, myself, or I. It does not show in there because it doesn't need to be. It's others. It's others oriented. The us support. The church starts that way. Now again, what some people have said? Well, everything, everything in common. It was communism. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. A thousand times no. It was the fact they're looking out for one for one another. It had need. That group of believers reached out and met that, that need. That churches today they have really fallen down. They have. We in America depend, depend on the government to take care, take care of those that need help. Need help. That's the church, church's responsibility. That Christian's responsibility within its own family. It, do you not get, give us... We're praying for your daily bread. You're really praying for the for the daily bread and support and support and everything for everyone in the family. And when God gives you more than you need for the day, what do you think that may mean? Help others. Right? See, God is God is even doing a place that they, that's even even more more beautiful. He's given you more than you you need for the day, which allows you to participate in someone else's life. And it's amazing how that, that is, how that touched people. I, w- I woke up um, one morning, morning, and there's a there's a lady lady. That, um, um, I'll leave her name, but she's she's actually in the hospital in Dillon. Did, didn't know about her, but she's been there about two weeks with COVID. And she's in my life from a personal or a business business side of things. And I, and I had heard about her before. And that morning, I woke up, and I told the girls, I said, we need to send flowers to that person. And I, you don't even know if you can. You know, sometimes you can't even take flowers in the you know, situation. Well, they, they, they could. And so I just had the girls send flowers to this lady. And, and that night, her text back, bless my heart. She said, oh, my beautiful flowers. It made me cry. How you have cared for my husband and I over the years. You truly are one of a kind. No, Jesus is of a kind. <laughs> right? 
But that's us. That's the us. I'm going to tell a quick little story that I actually did today. Don't know if it's the guy that told it. it said, couldn't confirm it either. But in World War I, there was a, a woman that had lost her, her husband in the war. And several children in home, in home had no idea how to get her daily bre- bread. Right? She was in the land of dependence. I'm going to say this several times today, but I want you to get this. One of the reasons, and I'll come back to this story in just, story in just a moment, but trip this trigger. Trigger. If you remember the Israelites, as they came out of Egypt and they wandered through, and somewhat, if you said manna, that was a daily, daily thing, wasn't it? We talked about that a little bit. But, but every day, God to his part, he was, he was faithful. And he came through, and then he was trying to get them ready from the land of dependence to go, to go into the land of abundance within Canaan. And do you know why they couldn't, couldn't go in there? Because not learned to live in the land of dependence. They sent the spies in there, right? Oh, the monsters! How do you would have handled the, the monsters? One at a time. One day at a time. You know, and even when they did get into the land, remember Joshua? He was the leader. Man, that was big shoes to fill, right? And if you think about it, why didn't, why didn't Moses get into them? Because he was depending on himself to hit a rock. He was going to look good. We went at that, actually, actually. Right? Right? We need to learn to learn to live land of de- dependence first. We do. We do, too. At any rate. Where did I tell you? Oh, I was telling you a story. I know there's something. You gotta bring me back. You gotta bring me back. Larry's on these branches, right? So here's a, this widow. So she's it's in war one. Uh, her husband, her her husband killed in the war, and she really doesn't know what to, what to do. Literally that day doesn't know what to do. So she goes to the, the grocery the grocery store, and and she says, "Sir, I don't know what I'm gonna, what I'm going to do for food." In day and age in that place. Um, there were things that you could bring to barter. You may not have had any money, but you, you know, bring something to, and they would, would let, there was a scale there. And he said, what do you, what, what did you bring to barter? He said, a prayer. A prayer. <laughs> right? I mean, you just go in the grocery, in the grocery store and you say, this, this is, this isn't going to barter, barter with is a prayer. And he said, well, write it down and then, she said, well, actually, sir, sir, I do have it written down. And she took it out as a piece of paper, so he put it on one side of the scale. And then he began to put, to put Sims on the other side of the scale. And it moved. He put some more on, and it didn't move. And he finally put it all on the scale that it would hold within that. But, and, I, and I don't know if it was a mask. I don't know what it was, it was but it would hold. Now, now, there's other people lined up that have, that have money. So he says, bag it yourself. He goes over and takes care of these people. And in the meantime, she had left the prayer, the packaged up, up her, I don't know how to say it, whatever. Yeah, the food she got, right? And took, and took off. And he came back a little bit, a little bit disgusted because he couldn't figure this out, right? And he looks at, looks at it and he says, well, the stupid, stupid scale look. Well, no, no wonder. And then he takes, takes this and it says this. This is what was on there. It said, our Father, give us this day our daily. God used that, that, that brochure to provide that widow with, with her daily bread. 
Now that's living in the land of dependence. Isn't that exactly what we're talk- talking about? Isn't, isn't that exactly what we're talking about? And I'll admit, too, it's not just bread and meat and the things that we physically need. Now, we do, by the way. We can't live here. We can do, do go about God's business. business. As Gilbert's saying, you know, I want to, but you know what? We're here because we're supposed to be here. We're here because our love should show us, should show the world, the world difference between world and a father of Jesus. We're here for a re- reason. He's not, he's not going to one earlier than he chooses to do it. He's not going to be forced. He's not going to be called ahead. He's not going to be late. Perfect time. In the meantime, us have got, got stuff to do. Give us this day our daily bread. I want, to, I want you to see faith as, as, a, as a, I want to, I want to just, want to just for a moment, I, I'm not laughing, but to think of what did it take for that lady, that widow, or that widow, open the door of that grocery store and, and to walk in and to ask the grocer how she could get food with a prayer written down in, in her pocket. What'd you call that? Faith. It's exactly right. That's literally what Jesus is saying, how, how to pray, is depend on me. Depend on God. How do you depend on God? By, by faith. Let's take a look at, at Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Let's, let's look at 6. Hebrews 11, 6. This is a verse that many of you know. But that woman that day put it in action. Uh, Hebrews chapter an interesting. Uh, I, I, to, I told you. Uh, there's a uh, verse six. Yes, I told you that I'm. Uh, for me, and I've been. Doing, I've been doing it all of the night. Uh, uh, there's a. There's a. There's there's a uh, site on on uh, that is a Bible reading website. But it's not. You can you can read it, but it's it's, it's the Bible in one year. Okay. Okay. It also have, has. It's it's red. It's it, it, it's little red over this. this. Like two or three in the morning when I wake up, which I do every single morning, right? And it's a chance for me to pray for y'all. I think that's one of the reasons that God has me. Because just you move around too too much, and I can't remember where you're sitting. Because in my, my my mind, I'm this I'm this I'm I'm this in guy, right? I got I have it. I've got to have my blackboard in mind, and I kind of there you are, there you are. At any rate, but one of the other things is, is I'll just set that on this stand in their bedroom, and I'll, and I'll just play. Them. And so amazing, relaxing. Well, Hebrews has been the New Testament. New Testament. Ezekiel has been in the Old Testament. Now, how many of you have, read, you have read through Ezekiel and really felt felt that was awesome? Sometimes, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's really, really full of and it's full of a lot of stuff. It doesn't matter. It all enriches our soul. It all enriches us. And this is a feat. And we and we actually went through this in the last last couple of days. Hebrews chapter eleven verse. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. That seems pretty obvious in why Jesus would teach us how, how to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. Let's keep going. He that cometh to God, God believe that he is, he is a rewarder or a giver of them that diligently seek him. That's exactly what that prayer is saying. Acting in faith. Faith. 
acting in faith. Matthew, for a moment, for a moment. Matthew 6, and let's look at verses 25 and 26. Now this is uh, the, the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 6, 6 verse 20, 25. Oops, I'm in chapter 5. That doesn't work. There we go. Okay. Uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And therefore, I say unto you, Take no thought of life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into burns, yet your heavenly Father fit them. Do not much better than they. And did you see the heavenly Father, our Father? Which of you, by taking, one, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? When's the last time you were really worried and you actually got taller? You do a measurement before and after. It doesn't happen, does it? doesn't happen. Oh, no, that's my spot. And why take thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of how they grow, they toil, they toil not, neither spin. Yet I say, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast in the oven, shall he much more clothe you, O ye of little... Faith. 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 I think of Solomon, and that guy, if there was anything that he wanted, it was his. Just a matter of time it took to get it, right? Be the, I can't believe it took long. It would be no, no worry about checkbooks. No worry about anything. Go get it for me. That was how he, his life. But you know, literally, you take the Bill Gates of the world today. Do you know if God chose not to let it if he choose not to have the son, have the son. if he if he to do something very very significant so that nothing could could grow, in case you're sure one that's ever going to happen, yes, it's, it's a revelation, and yes, closer. Even though those that have money, more wealth, more power than anyone, are still absolutely dependent upon God. God for this day, our daily bread, and as I say, our day air. You think of that. We, I won't get into it today, but just looking at the at the the, the perfection of creation. If there was any difference in the airster, you're dead. Uh, Hebrews chapter, chapter verse two talks about the fact. The fact maybe it's verse three talks about literally Jesus Christ is holding it all together. That internal force within an atom, if that would by a minuscule thing would blow up, up. Our God is. And he's asking you, since he created all of this, to depend on, on him for today. today. Not tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow beats today. That's the day that you ask for today. Please give us our deep breath. That's, that's faith. That's faith in action. And by the way, you will do or live what you believe. Your life will let you say what you want to say, but you do, you live what you believe. Do we live in faith? That's really what it was, learning to receive great faith. There's another, I had another little place I was going to go down and I thought, oh, I know, we were there, we were in Matthew 2, chapter 6. Tell me, tell me how it works, place. Has it, has it, any of you, and I'm not, uh, uh, 
You guys can raise, can raise it inside you. You don't, you don't have to raise it. How many of you worried, worried this about anything? No hands going, going up. I'm going to, that's probably the way, the way it was. I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I worried this week. And worry, by the way, absolutely is. Because worry, get this, worry is the opposite of faith. There's no way to describe it. So how do we slip into worry? Talk about it for a moment. Because I, I backtracked and I walked through this. And, and by the way, isn't it, isn't it such a roller coaster deal? That's why today is enough. I think I've always given you the answer. You know where we're worried from? Fear of, fear of what? When we try to put too much emphasis outside of today, worry has been kicked in the butt. It is off in speedway. True? It's, it's very true. We will incensure you, capture you, stomp on you, kick the life of you. Because it's, it's really good. And, and in my life is something that I usually can do nothing about by, by myself. By the way, isn't this also exactly what Jesus, or what God is saying? Give us this day daily bread. Who is he going to depend upon? Him. Do you know what we worry? Who are we dependent on when we worry? Ourselves. We're trying to make us the big guys. Otherwise, we wouldn't worry. Who, who are we can to? This is why we're. This is how to pray. This isn't wasn't what. This is how to pray. Pray. Our our father which art in heaven. How and how be thy name? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Whoa! <laughs> we've just we've just read to our heaven heavenly father. There's nothing he doesn't doesn't have that we need. Oh, there is an important thing there, too. too. Have, any, have any of you, you ever been detent? Boy, I don't, I don't know that that's ever been before. before. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> what, what, what's behind that? Self. And what, what can you say about self? Listen, listen, listen carefully. Discontent is usually found when we desire something. That God has not promised. It's really, it's really true. Now we could, we could go to many, many several churches would tell us, you know what? What God, our Father, knows what we need, and He will provide everything we need. But He wants us to to acknowledge the fact that that He is the plier of needs, not not once. <laughs> Right? Isn't that true too? Sometimes it's basic needs and not luxuries. That's where detent comes in. And he knows what's best for us, for us more than we do. We do. Really, more than we could even imagine. Us. He said that giving was, was give was the, the faith to depend on the Father. Literally, literally, the faith to depend on the Father. When we say the word us, give us, it's the faith to act like the Father. We've been talking about, talking about that uh, in various, various ways today. When you're, when you're praying, give us give this day our daily, our daily. You're literally praying for, praying for that single, that widow, that widower. Whoever it might be, someone that needs help on, on that. As I said before, there's some things we need to keep poking. I need to be reminded of God's word constantly. And so do you. We all do. 
And the, and the more we continue, continue to remind ourselves, the more encourage, encouragement he gives us. Are we acting like the Father when he gives us more than we need? Let's go to James chapter 2 for a moment. Uh, James has that way of just, just laying it out. He's uh, so direct. This would be Jesus' half-brother. James chapter... Oh, there was something... Uh, do you remember last week? I just happened to think of it now. Um, um, we're, we're in... Let's see, where, where are we at? What we're talking about... We were, we were... Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember we spent it... Yeah, yeah, Jeff, help me through this now. Yeah, okay, so last week we were at Acts. And we were talking about... Peter, who had been locked up, isn't. He'd been there, been there for over a week, praying, and they're praying, they're praying, and they're praying. And, and they're for God's will to be done, done on earth as, as it is in heaven, right? And they prayed for a week, and they prayed around the clock. And they really didn't think anything, anything was going to happen going through the, mo- the motions, because lo and behold, behold, they're out of prison. And he's knocking on the door. And they won't even let him in. <laughs> but when he does come in, he encourages them. And he literally walks off the pages, pages of us. But if, but if you remember, he started that, it was said that, um, help me that guy's name, the creep. creep. Say it again. No, she's nice. He's nice. Um, the, 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 uh, uh, not, uh, not near it. Uh, Herod. Herod. There we go. Herod. He was a jerk. Rhoda was nice. Herod's a jerk. Okay. So Herod, he had beheaded James. Okay, James, the, the disciple, the brother of John. Now, if you read, read to the end of that, and it, it says that Peter told them to tell James and the other, the other brethren. That's, that's confusing. I, th- I thought James was beheaded. The James that he was talking about was this James, the half-brother of Jesus, which was a leader in the church. A, a significant change in that man's life. I watched Jesus growing up, and it was just... What, what is this? When he saw him risen from the dead, <laughs> that'll do it to you. I believe him. <laughs> He's got my attention. And he wrote this little, little book, this letter that's so real, so, so real. It's one of my, one of my favorites because it's so on money. Let's, let's watch this now. James chapter 2. Let's see if he doesn't hit it out of the park. James chapter 2. Let's look at verses 14 through 16. What doth it, doth it profit, brethren? This is James, James chapter verse 14. What, what doth it profit? What good is it, my, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith, has no works. Can faith save him? Now, that, that verse has been very much, much misinterpreted the years. But literally this. If, if you've got a faith, you move it by living the right life. And I've just got done saying it several times to you today. You will live what you believe. This is very true. Right? It's going to change you, change you on the inside. Keep going. Since that truth, verse, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and, and one of you say unto them, uh, depart in peace, be warmed and filled. What? <laughs> Notwithstanding, and give them not those, those things that are needful to the body. What does the prophet? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. What does that say? Give us generosity when God gives us and, and opens his warehouse of bountifulness to us. Now, this is America in general. That's one of the reasons that America has lived a life as a, as a country this long, is, is it would have found on, on, on Christian principles. 
This was that would step out, step out and give to the rest of the world as it was destitute. These are, this was the country that used to generally unfold and on, and on things the rest of the world, the world need, particularly in times of famine, of natural disaster, of war that had devastated countries. Today, we've not learned to live independence, for we have no, no idea how to live in abundance. We've become me, me, I, 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 at an alarming rate. Now, uh, let's read this. This is another thing. Um, some would say, well, I guess I just have to pay for my daily bread. I'm just sit down, relax, kick back, and that must be the right way to do that. Well, there's a verse you to rip out of your Bible then. Or, or anyone else has that in their, in their mind. Let's check in Thessalonians for a moment. Thessalonians chapter, I believe it's, believe it's 3. I don't even know. I think I wrote it down somewhere, but where, I don't know. So let's go, you, you go to 2 Thessalonians. I'm going to, I'm going to through my notes and see if I can find it. Find. Yeah, there we go. Look at verse 10 through 12. 2 Thessalonians. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. There we go. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 3. And let's verses 10 through, through 12. I hope I'm And we'll start in verse 9. And not because we have not power, but make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. Even when we, we were with you, this week we command you that if any would, would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. We, we, should, we should nail that, that on the halls of Congress. If everybody, if everybody went to work, there would be a whole lot less rumors, a whole lot more busybody body, and a whole lot less less this and less and less fling. <laughs> so let's so let's go work. And by the way, the way, most immoral things that's being done today in this country is literally not allowing people to work. And what I'm saying by that is is cutting a check, it shows up and up in the mailbox, and you cash it without any sense of earning. That is something that's based on Proverbs. God set us up to want to work, and when we work, there's a sense of accomplishment, a sense of peace. There's a sense of something that overwhelms you, what I mean. Worked hard at it, and you go home and, whew, I mean, you're, you're, you're whooped. And you know what? It's a good whoopness because you feel good about it. We can't go on, go on like this. Now, again, don't read what I'm saying. saying. Just the same way when the pilgrims were on this, when they landed here. They said the same. Said the same. But those that couldn't work, couldn't work were disabled. Children, elderly, those that were not in a position to do that, guess what? Give us this day our daily bread. We are, to, <laughs> we are very generous. Able-bodied. If, if, if you don't, don't like that, rip that verse out of your Bible. Just take a little pen because it won't fit otherwise. That's the way God designed it. Paul said it. It's bad. it did anyone miss that? You don't work. What? A busybody. Body. <laughs> show, me, show me the busybody today. There isn't one. There isn't one. Oh, Larry, you're way out there in Meadowland Land now. now you're, you're, just, you're, just, you're, you're out there. No. That, that's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. All right. Let's make sure that we understand, understand that. 
Let's look at, let's look at us in the sense of, so look at somebody that had I, I in his dialogue way too much in this degree. Now, think about the fact that worry is the opposite of faith. There's another one that would come up as being, being a lack of faith, and that would be, be someone who's called a fool. A fool does not want faith. Turn, turn with me to chapter 12, and let's, let's take at a fool. This is one that felt he was self-made, and he could depend totally and completely upon himself. Uh, Luke chapter 12, I think I'm right, does not look like, like it. What did I miss? Um, shoot. I wrote down the wrong chapter. Chapter. This is where the, uh, the farmer that had, had oh, it is. No, there it is. Okay. I wasn't too far, too far off. Luke chapter 12. Let's start in verse 13. 13. Fine, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Chapter 12, verse 13. One of the company said, he said, Master, speak to my, to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. This is what start, started this whole thing. And unto him, man, who made me a judge, or, a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and aware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. Stop. Stop. Is that not, not the dream? <laughs> more, more stuff? And more of the same stuff? I think so. I still can't, I'll never, never get, get rid of it. You guys have heard this from me, probably, probably more than you'd like. John G. Rockefeller was interviewed in his late in his life. He was in his 80s. True wealth. He was a billionaire. When a bit worth probably a trillion, right? Super wealth, wealthy. And they said this, this, this journalist, he said, John, how much money is enough? That's a fair question. How would you, how would, how would you that question? Well, I just like to get to the end of the end of the month. <laughs> right? Right? If you're there, God has got you in the land of dependence. Are you depending on him, Dave? Here was John D. Rockefeller. He was in the land of abundance. Couldn't have spent that money that had. Amassed over career, illegitimate. I'm not. I'm not even into that. I'm just, just going to say he had a massive amount of wealth. He was asked a simple question: How much money is enough? And he answered this: Just a little bit, bit more. That is the closest uh, definition of of Greek can even think of. Let's watch another man right now. Maybe this was John's. John's. He spake a parable unto them, them saying, "Verse the ground of a, of a certain rich man." brought forth plenty, plentifully. And he thought within himself, self, I want you to watch for the pers- personal pronoun. Watch them carefully. What shall, shall I do? Because I, I have no room where to bestow, bestow my fruits. Paint this. this. And it's very careful to say, this, is, this isn't a one-year wonder. You know, it's not like that Earl cartoon where, uh, have I ever told you this one? It's one of my favorites. It's not, it fell off our fridge. It finally just got old and fell off. Here's this guy, Earl. He's, he's, you guys probably, probably don't, but it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, he's, he's, ch- he's got about six thousand from him, and they're thin, and they look terrible, and the snow's about that deep, and it's snowing now, and it's sideways, and the wind's howling, and he's, he's all screwed over his horse, and it looks, it looks terrible, and he's got his dog, his dog can hardly get through the snow. It's a tough day. He says to himself, of all two good years was ranching, next year, and I can't do the other one. <laughs> the ranching. That's what it is. That's literally what, really what it is. Okay. But anyway, that, that's not this guy. It, it says he was very rich already. And then he had another bountiful, bountiful crop. What should he be doing right, right now? Richer, richer, on rich. What are you doing? 
thank God. He gave him beyond his daily bread. So what does that tell us? Let's come back to what we're learning. Give us. This guy should have been talking a whole lot about others. I wonder if anybody in the community, anybody in the county, anybody in my area needs something. Right? It's so foreign to us, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not laying anything. I'm just, this is what Jesus is teaching us. How? How? So, okay, okay, this guy in action, action. He's rich already, already. He had a great, a great crop, a bumper crop. And he doesn't know what to do with it. He's got to build more grain raised. Verse 18. And he had this will, oh, I do. I will pull, pull down my boots and, and build grain. And there will I bestow all, all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy knees, eat, drink, and be merry, be merry. Now, that sound like, like a normal, really wealthy guy anywhere in the world. Isn't that how they think? Exactly. What does God think, though? <laughs> oh, how much faith is being right now? A big fat zero. Why? This, this guy has totally brought himself in as the enabler, the supporter, the supplier, and the overall receiver. That's what I have here, isn't it? Me, myself, me, myself. Every single tangle talks. It's me, myself, myself. I'm it. I'm it. Let's watch what God says. But God said unto him, a fool. Okay, now wait a minute. We're not living in, living in faith. We're living foolishly. <laughs> What's the opposite of faith is worry? Are you worrying? That's foolishness. Foolishness, foolishness is opposite of faith. Now, Larry's getting dinged on the head today. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm just like the rest of you. There's plenty of things going on in your world that you can't control. I've got a deal going on right now. I could have never imagined it. I could not have seen it coming. I can't control it. it it's over the top. Should I worry? Should I worry? And you're all shaking. No, it's not quite that easy to morning tomorrow morning. <laughs> right? And you've got ones like that. Or two, three, or four, right? Right? I'm here to, t- to tell you, give our daily bread, our daily sustenance, anything or everything that we need for this day. And when you, you do that effectively, you are depending on God truly, truly by faith. That Jesus is trying, is trying to get you here. Let's talk about today. Grace for now. It's for this day. A word that is used, used for today. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it exactly right. The Greek word is only used here. It's only used in Matthew and here in chapter 11. Just, just this reference. Epousias. And it has to do, to do the immediate. It's right now. Not later. Not earlier. Right now. That's exactly what Jesus has in mind. Living that great grace for today. You can experience now. Uh, you, you remember, maybe we didn't go there. Go to the book of Lamentations. Tell me a little bit about that as we, we go, as you're thinking of Lamentations. Who wrote that? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. A great time, was time wasn't it? No, it really wasn't. It, it was actually, 
it was, uh, I would say, living in the land of urgency, right? I mean, it, it was crazy how, how bad it was. Um, and we could, we could go some of the things that he was, he was subject to. Or he's, or he's one of the things, that you, same time frame kind of a thing. You know, one of the things that you may or may not have known this, but one morning God came to Ezekiel, this is in this text, well, just, well, just say, this is the same time, same time frame. You're talking in the land of dependence, and the day by day or the moment, the moment, moment, or the minute, minute, minute. This is the time. This is the time. And anyway, uh, the Lord comes to Ezekiel and he says, uh, you, know, you know what? I want you to, this is an example. Today it's going to die. And you, you can't show any sorrow. You can't show anything. And that's exactly what happened. Whoa! And Jeremiah, poor guy, right? He, right, he was going to go off and look at a piece of land that he'd bought. And they put him through him in a cistern. And he was literally just being swallowed up in mud. Would have died. That times we're talking about, we're talking about now. But what was written was written here in Lamentation. And if you think Jeremiah's tough, Lamentation is just that. It's kind of like a book of sorrows. This is Jeremiah crying, literally. Okay? Chapter 3. Let's go there for a moment. A moment. This, these are that you know. No. The con- context brings even more flavor. flavor. We'll start, start in verse 19. Lamentations chapter 3. This, this is literally now, this is, is Jeremiah giving a sense of hope. We're just going to read it. Verses. Remember mine affliction and in my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and it humbled in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of, it is of the Lord's mercies. That not consumed, consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. There's a, there's a song that literally sung, Great is great is thy faithfulness. Now there's a man that's living on faith day by day. His mercies are new every morning. Say, wait a minute. Okay, okay. So I'm supposed to just take a, take a 24-hour period, and I'm not supposed to think about anything. No, didn't say that. Pl- planning is okay. Now, what, now what do you, if you go to the dictionary, this is, sort of, this is sort of a joke. If you go to the dictionary and look under plan, it, it means change. <laughs> it doesn't. But it seems like any plan that I have, it's going to be changed. But I'm okay with that if I know that God's leading me somewhere else. What did and what are their door to door to do open? Nothing with planning. In fact, Proverbs again, Proverbs is very clear that we are to think ahead. Prudence is really in the sense of planning. It really is. There's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with it. But here's the difference. Hurrying is not, is not cool. If you're paying for the future, future words you, stop that planning. Because then you, you haven't put God in control. You have put you in control. That's healthy going nowhere, nowhere positive. How, how many times happen? Way, way too time. See, see that I get in the middle of the night. It's amazing how that picture is so, oh, my, what? How are we going to get through that? How is that going to work? I, I can't believe I, I And what, what have we done? done? We're working on ourselves. It's us to figure it out, if, if nothing else. That's a bad way. That's a bad angle. That's a bad road. That's a dead end, by the way. Worrying is not, is not cool. Let's talk a little more about our dear bread. What is it? What is it? Is it is it Jed? What else? 
What else? What, what would you say it is? What, let's put some. Uh, uh, let's put some things down. I'm going to let you guys tell me what our daily bread is. And by the way, nothing wrong with with listing what we could call bread bread food, right? Right. Yeah. By, by the way, the way spoiled in this country. I, I I have to say it one more one more time. No one's got enough in this room, I'm sure. Food to tomorrow. And the beyond. <laughs> Correct? Okay. okay. But we're going down because it, that's, that's really what it's about. Food. What else? What could we say? What else? Shelter. Shelter. Okay. Clothes. Clothing. Okay. Transportation. Transportation. There's a good one. Man, some of that stuff just stuff just blows up, falls apart, right? Right? We got so, we got so many tracks. I don't know. I don't know how many, how many running. Actually. Not very many. What else? Finance. Then there, sometimes sometimes there's so much left at the end of the end of the money, right? And it's becoming worse and worse. You take a look at where relation is today. That's mind-boggling. In fact, don't even look at it. It'll just cause you to worry. <laughs> right. But it's really taking its effect. And literally, those that are, at, I would say, either poor or in a vulnerable position are the ones that pay the most. Because trans- transportation, if you, all of that thing gets added on to any goods that you have to utilize. That end user is the one that really gets penalized. Okay, okay. no, and I don't get too far down. What, what else? Excuse me. Okay. Um, just yeah. What what else could we say with that? I'm just going to put that. I'm going to leave it at that. Tools. Okay. Right. What are you a snap snap on, on man? Matco. All right. Right. See Matco, and that is really his daily bread. He needs those Matco tools to perform right. And can find them, right? There we go. Okay. Okay. What else? Health. Excuse me. Health. Health. Ooh. There's a good one. That's important. That's important. Very important. That's that's really day two, isn't it? Yeah. What else? Anything else? Air. What's that? Necessities too, aren't they? Air and water, yeah, they all are. I'm actually going to put air up there because, and I'm going to maybe just put creation. And and let's take a look at this verse first for a moment. Um, I, I I told you told you about it for a moment, and we'll come back to it in just a second. Let's go to Hebrews chapter one. There's there's some folks from that have, that have talked about that God created it and He just left. He just it's it's doing its its thing and it left. He, he just is gone. Hebrews chapter 1, let's start at verse 1. One. God, who at sundry times or various, various times and in various manners, taken time past to the fathers by the prophets. And, and that's absolutely true, isn't it? You know, if, if you lived in the Old Testament time, time there really was, wasn't a Bible. You, you maybe best had the four, four books that Moses would have written. It's four. But beyond that, if you wanted to know what God was up to, 
he used prophets, his prophets. Now, now again, today we're trying to find out what truth is. Uh, don't, miss, don't miss the fact that there was just as much lack of truth in the availability in these times because for, for every true prophet, there was, there was pen that were false prophets saying God did this. They were the CNNs of the Old Testament. I said that loud, didn't I? <laughs> I'm not going to back. I'm going to just leave it there. Because it's the same in every case. It's, there's always an antithesis to truth. But this is how God spoke. spoke. He literally did it, did it to prophets. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, you could go on and on. Isaiah, all of those guys. Daniel, all, all of those that spoke prof- prophetically. Because that's how God talked. Verse 2. Hath in these last days, these changed, spoke, spoke to us by who? Son, whom he hath appointed an heir of all things, whom also he made the worlds. Boy, this is really hard on evolution, isn't it? Whoa. Verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. And uphold all things, the power by, by the word, word of God, when he had himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on it. That is so powerful and magnificent. Those whole, but did you see? He's literally holding all together. Jesus, Jesus Christ is even sitting here, sitting here today. We can depend on the air. That's taking place, and he, and he has his whole hand in hand, and it all happen. Okay, let's come back to this now. What else, what else, what else could we say? Give this day our, our daily bread. Anything else? We had a health down, but I guess, I guess, emotional stability. <laughs> okay, what does that look like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let, let's. Uh, by the way, we're almost. That's a quandary. I don't know if I can put that up, or if we could actually lead into something else. I'm going to go for. Don't look at me. What are you going to? You need rest. Isn't that isn't that true? That's very true. That's one of the actually that's one of the, the quickest ways depression or discouragement is a lack of sleep. Sleep. And what do you do when you're not sleeping? You're usually worrying, right? They are, we're gonna write sleep sleep on, aren't we? Yeah, that's a daily important thing. That really is. Okay, okay. Say say one more time. Okay. Particularly people for family, family of God. Again, give us our Father. All of all of this. We see your pray. Isn't that rule? This is this, Jesus. How to pray? Pray. Tell us how to pray. Really, literally praying for the rest of the family. Our Father. This is this is not just about me. This is literally about the whole family of God. Give us this our daily bread. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm going to say say. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with people. Okay. Someone, if they walked in, walked in and looked at our boy now, and her, what was the question? And purpose. Oh, oh, that's really good, isn't it? Really good. So, in other words, what we say is direction. Let's go. God's leading. God's direction. I like this. I like that. You too. I think that's a good one. What, what else? We'll stop at the one I want. <laughs> you like how I play, don't you? Excuse me? The Bible. God's, yeah. Word, yeah. God's Word. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. 
Now, who, now who makes decision? <laughs> we do, don't we? Yeah, we're making that decision. Um, what else? Looking for God's will. God's will. That's really good. And it is, it is interesting. In, in, in Matthew chapter 6 or 6, like verse 4, somewhere in there, it says, it says Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of, of these things we added unto you. Unto you? That's exactly, exactly what's taught us how to, how to pray. It's got done saying, Our Father, hallowed be thy name, that thy kingdom, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Seek ye first the, th- the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be, will be. Isn't that cool? It's exactly the right order. What was I writing down? Did I finish writing down, or did I stop? Oh, yeah, there we go. God will. What else? You get really close. I say probably should give it, but not yet. Oh, that's 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 bad. But let's find find that. Let's find that. Let's see. Let's see what fits together with this. Again, what are we talking about? Talking about give us this day, day daily bread. Again, I, I want to keep, keep saying that as a pound home in the sense, this is tru- truly a daily event. event. You, don't, you don't pray once a week for your food. For your food. And this is, by the way, I, see, that's the other, the other thing. It says we just get in our, in our mind, uh, you know, a little loaf of bread. Or just the, no. This, this is why I want to go through this exercise. But let's look at what Jesus, Jesus let's go to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. I'm a little early. Before we do that, let's go to Psalm 30. I don't know why, but I had it, I had it linked. So hold what I just told you. Let's go to Psalm 37. Let's look at verses 16. Through 1925. Psalm 37. This was home of David. David. Things hadn't been going well, shall we say. Plenty, plenty of people in his life were trying to take, take him out. Psalm came to him, to him. Verse 17, we'll, verse 17, we'll start there. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. The arms of the wicked shall be broken. The Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. Down to verse 25. I have done, and now am, am old. This is David speaking. Yet have I not seen the righteous, righteous taken, nor his seed begging bread. When we're dependent upon God, those are verses we love to get a hold of. Now, where did I go? John, John, see, you know, I'm really early, early on them. I'm going to hold that one for just, just a second. I want us to go to Exodus chapter, chapter 16. I'm going to play off of, of what Jeff had said, said earlier. We've got three passages left. left. We've either counting, no, counting, no one is. Let's just take Exodus chapter 16. And let's look at this. If this isn't a clear picture of give us this day our daily bread, God used the Israelites example for us today. Exodus chapter 16. And we'll start in verses 4 and 5. Actually, we're going to have to start a little bit earlier than that. Let's watch the context. Chapter 16 of Exodus. 
They took, they took their money from Elam and, Elam, and all the creation of the children of Israel came into the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after their departure, after departing out of the land of Egypt. So how long have they been gone? Two, two and a half months. Okay. How, are, how are they doing with God on, a, on a, trusting him in faith? Let's watch. The whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured, Against Moses and Aaron in the world. What a word for mur- murmured? Complain. Complain. Whine. That whininess. Have you ever heard two-year-old whine? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Put that in your mind. That whininess, right? What are they whining about? The children of Israel said unto, said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and when we, we did eat bread the full. For you have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill the assembly with hunger. Oh, oh my goodness, the poor little for little things. Now this, now this is the same just a few months, few months before had had walked, split the Red Sea and walked through, and then it came down and drowned all the Egyptians. This is the same people. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how really fragile we are? Why we need to be day by day? There's another other reason. Refresh every day. Our worship, our prayer, thanksgiving, tuning to God. Then said the, said the Lord, verse 4, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. <laughs> Does anybody need bread rain from heaven? <laughs> and the people shall go, shall go gather a certain, certain rate a week? Every day. That I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or not. What, what's he asking? Will you walk, walk faith? Will you, will you trust me? Will you depend, depend on me? Verse 5, five. Come to pass it on the sixth day, they shall prepare that which they bring in. It shall be twice as much, and they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even then you, you shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. In, in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he, for he hear murmurings against the Lord. And, Lord, and what are we that we murmur? murmur? That you murmur against us. We're not worth you whining to, us whining to. Now, now, there's something that's interesting. Now, did you that was it was was there any question? And, and Moses Moses relayed to people. He said, "Now it said, now it's going to bread from heaven, and you're going to go out and you're going to get enough for that day." Now, how many of you think? Listen to that. What? <clears throat> what are they do? I'm going to get some more because I don't know if it's going to do this tomorrow. We may as well store it up. We may as well be like the guy, the fool in chapter 12, right? Let's build bigger bigger bin. Let's take, let's build a tent, a tent here. Put a big, big refrigerator full of of box. Manna, manna. But to call it, that's what, that's why they did that, right? It's bread from heaven and it's called manna. And they filled the box. And I'm making this up sort of, but not really because it tells us literally those, those guys that, Jumped up on the boat and more than that that day and look for each. Let's let's do this ahead. Go out camping or or hunt, whatever we want to do. Right? I, I truly did did make that up. But at any rate, guess what happened? It was completely rotten. Why? Because God was testing them to see if they really would de- depend on Him. Him. Not a bus. Not on others. Not on themselves. Will you depend on God every single day? This is heavy stuff, isn't it? Okay, now, now let's go down to uh, verse, verse 11 and 12. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, unto them at even. You shall, you shall eat flesh, and in the morning, morning you shall be filled with bread. And yet, yet you shall know that I am the Lord your, Lord your God. And it came, it came to us, 
And even the quails came up, up and covered the camp. And in the morning, the dew lay around about the host. Now think of that. How many years did that happen? Forty years, years night, the quails hit camp. You gathered enough birds for your meat. And in the morning, you went out just like, like dew and gathered up the manna. Every day, 40 years. You would think... Now, again, if you didn't play by the rules, in other words, if you wanted to gather enough for three days, it was all rotten. It was, it was for the day. So they struggle, struggle with 40 years of that when they were supposed to go into the land of, the, the, the land of Canaan, to where it would be the land of milk and honey, the land of abundance. It's the, it's the same for us today. Are we willing to depend on God? That's the key. I'm further ahead than anyone. Isn't it amazing how quick it is? And, you know, you read through, you read through Exodus and Deuteronomy, and you say, that is, is the big bunch of wine I've ever seen. Or, no, we're the same. We're the same. Show me the difference between whining and worrying. There ain't. It's a bad, but that, it's just, just not to be. One more, and then we're going to go to our last one. What would we say? We would say whining or grumbling would be the opposite of put a whole lot of opposite, opposite faith there. Let's go to Deuteronomy while we talk. We talk about it. Deuteronomy, chapter eight, and we're about to we're, we're getting close now. Deuteronomy chapter eight, verses one through four. Deuteronomy chapter chapter eight, verses one one through four. This, this is he's reading here some things. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do. Deuteronomy 8, verse 1. That you may live and multiply and, and go in and pass the land which the Lord swear unto your, your father. And thou shalt, shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldst keep his commandments or no. And humble thee and suffer, and suffer thee to fed thee with manna. Which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread or bread alone, but oh, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doth, doth man live. Wow. That thy raiment waxed not old unto thee, neither did thy foot swell. swell for you. Think of that. Didn't a clothing shop? Didn't a, foot, a, a, a shoe shop? Can you imagine, ladies, I know it'd be really, really tough. You mean I got bad boys for 40 years? Right, women? That wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Yet one pair of shoes lasted. One pair of shoes lasted for years. You could, could get, in, get into that, you guys, right? Ernie, no more, no more shoes to buy? Wow. Turn down to verses 10 through 18. When that's eaten and art, art full... Then shalt bless the Lord thy God, good land, land which he hath thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy Lord in not keeping his commands, commands, judgments, and his statutes, statutes to command thee this day, day. Let when thou hast eaten, eaten and art full, and hast built, built goodly houses, and dwell there all therein, and when birds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast multiplied, what is that called? Land of abundance. Then the heart be lifted, lifted up, and thou get the Lord, Lord thy God, brought thee forth out of, out of the land of, from the house of bondage, who led thee through thy great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee 
forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed in the wilderness with, with manna, which others knew not, that, that he, he might that he might prove, prove thee, do thee good at thy latter end. And now say in thine heart, my power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. Now, does that sound like America to today? Somebody, somebody should preach one. Chapter verse 17. But thou, but thou shalt reward thy God, for it is he that giveth thee, for he that give, that give power to get get what that he may he may stay his covenant which he swore unto thy unto thy fathers this day. Now if that, if that is pertinent to today today, I can't anything more than more that would be. That is spot on. Is that exactly what happens? I want to leave with one more more one that I said I was going to, going to go to a while ago. John chapter six. six. All things that we have we have on the board. We touched on it even there in that passage in Deuteronomy. John chapter 6, we'll look at verses 32 through 35. Then Jesus to them, John 6, 32. Actually, I'm going to go back one verse. I'm sorry. Verse 31. These are the people. Our, our father did eat manna, manna in the desert. They remembered that. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven, heaven to... How's, how's he going to handle that? Verse, verse 2. Then Jesus said unto them, Very, verily, are tru- truly, truly unto you. Moses gave you not that bread, that bread from heaven. My father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of heaven... Uh, sorry, sorry, bread of God is he which cometh down from, from heaven and with life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give, give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, hunger and, he, and he that believeth me shall never thirst. Down, down to 48 through 50, 51. Jesus said, I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the, the bread which cometh down from heaven that a, that a man may eat of and not die. I am the living bread came down from heaven. From heaven, if and eat of this bread, then shall live forever. And and that I will shall give, I will give, I will give is my which I will give for give for the world. Last last week we had had commune that, that sacrament. What did we did we eat? The bread. The bread is a symbol of what Jesus said right there. I am the bread of life. Any man that cometh unto me, in other words, believeth that Jesus is that spirit that is the Messiah. You know what? We need you every single day. Every single day. Isn't that true? That's the one you forgot. <laughs> you were so close, though. Actually, I would have had to give it to give it to. She said, "God, Jesus is the Son of God, so He's part of the Trinity." But I had to have the Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that true? That minds is why we need we need to depend. Daily, moment, moment. Give us this day our daily bread. Quite comments. I would say this. <clears throat> you not need stuff. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Relying on Him. That's not. Oh, I better believe it. That's number one. That's the way to go forward. Absolutely true.
Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the day. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your goodness just to us. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you we could open it today and that you could speak to us, to us through it. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for him as him being of life. On that, on that night in the upper room. Is his last time he was his disciples as he prayed over that bread. He said it would be, be his, his broken body. Literally, he became the bread of life. He took on him that body, that precious body that had never sinned, all the sin of the world for all time. Bore it cross for whether you for three hours could look on it in complete darkness, complete separation of part of the Trinity of Jesus, the very Son, unimaginable, must have been, and yet Jesus Christ, Christ, he wanted the will to be done on earth as it was in heaven. Father, may we live that way. May we get a fur grip on how Jesus taught his disciples supposed to pray and then we can go back and look and look at it today. Father, give us this day our daily bread. Thank you for expounding the words through the Spirit today. Help us, help us each day this week to react in faith, faith to depend, depend on you, looking any further ahead, literally in dependence today. Living grace by faith. We thank you. In Jesus' precious holy name.